You are now listening to The Sooner Surge. Clear out! Clear out! All right, on this episode of The Sooner Surge, we will be talking with Kill Fugate from the Bigsby Spartans, the 6A1 state champions, and he is the 6A1 defensive player of the year. Y'all enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Sooner Surge. Today we're joined by a very special guest, Kale Fugate. Kale, thank you for joining us. Appreciate you having me on. As many of our listeners know, OU officially offered you as a preferred walk-on earlier this week. What has your recruiting process been like? You know, uh, during the season this year, I kind of just didn't really think about much about recruiting, just trying to win a state championship. So the last few weeks have been pretty crazy. But it's definitely been a blessing having all these opportunities to be able to play at the next level. Yeah, Kel, this is Jeremy here, um, Sooner Surge. Uh, TJ Eckert, who played uh, one year with Lauren Montgomery, under Lauren mm-hmm. Montgomery, talked a lot. He's a sports director at Channel A. He talked a lot about the strength program. Jacob Snyder, you know, emphasized the same thing. What is it, in your opinion, that makes Bigsby's strength weight conditioning program elite and looks like second to none, maybe, uh, you know, this side of the Mississippi or even nationally? I think, uh, you know, we started a strength program in seventh grade, just kind of learning the basics of every lift and just kind of building the expectation of, uh, of what it is we do here at Bixby. And I think it's just that everyone knows we're not skipping workouts. We're working our tail off in the, in the weight room every, every day and every week. And it really just shows on the field and in our preparation every week. Oh, uh, hey, Kale. So whenever you talk about your recruiting process, is there a side of the ball in which you uh, per- prefer to play or what schools have been talking about you wanting them to play for their team? No, I really don't have a preference. I know it sounds a cliche, but I love playing both sides of the ball. I'm actually getting recruited to OU as a safety, but I've gotten a few offers. Air Force wants to be on offensive side of the ball at Northwestern State. And then a few MIAA schools want me on either side, and it's just I really don't have a preference, which just really opens up some things in recruiting for me. Kill, have you always played both sides of the ball, even in the youth programs and stuff? Have you kind of always been a two-way player? I have. Uh, sophomore year, I started on the offensive ball, offensive side of the ball, and then played a little bit of defense, but didn't start. And then, and then uh, my junior year, I started at safety and and. Rotated in a lot at receiver, and then this past year I was able to start on both sides as a senior and really, really contribute on both sides there. Yeah, Kel, I know uh, there is life after football, so I'm just curious, you know, uh, what major, if you've decided on a major or a program that you're looking at, uh, and if, that, if that's going to maybe play into the decision at all, and maybe talk us through that. Uh, I'm really thinking business or finance. I mean, nothing's really set in stone, but I'm obviously I'm realistic with myself and, you know, looking for a place that'll prepare me past football. You know, I'm not life or death football, and I'm really just looking for a place that will set me up and leveraging football to set me up and my family and for the future, really. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, uh, Kale, so – Going back to this past season, um, with the loss to Jinx in the regular season, 
Uh, you know, a lot of people will say that, hey, you know, a loss is a good thing, and it, it proved to be for y'all as far as carrying through to win the state mm-hmm. championship. Um, what kind of – just talk us through that that loss, because y'all had not experienced that in whatever 50-something games or whatever it was. Kind of what – did that did that ground y'all a little bit, or was that a motivating factor going in the playoffs? Talk us through that. Yeah, I mean, us seniors hadn't lost the game since eighth grade, so definitely just the feel in the locker room after the game was – Really, just like felt like death in there, and just but everyone kept a positive attitude. We were, you know, we were back to work the next day, and no one, there was no, uh, no negative energy and mm-hmm. negative feel in the locker room the next day from the coach or anything. It was really just back to work because we were still the had the buy in the playoffs and still the one seat, so we were still right where we wanted to be. Obviously, you never want to lose, but just just using that as fuel, you know. Mm-hmm. I think we had. We had that bye week, and we had two great weeks of practices and went in and handled Enid and then really just, I think, had the best practice of the year going into that second jinx part two in the semis and really just using that as fuel to do what we wanted to do, win another state championship. Yeah, yeah. so – Go ahead, Jackson. Well, whenever you talk about you playing football these last three years, who's the best player that you've uh, got to go up against? I think, you know, there's a few. My sophomore year, I I, uh, played Jordan Mukes, and he was just a man out there. I know I was 15 years old as a sophomore. (laughs) Got all I wanted out there. But, you know, uh, Cole Adams is really, really good. I played uh, Eric McCarthy in some seven-on-seven tournaments haven't played him live but you know Micah Tease there's a there's a bunch of dudes in Oklahoma that can really really play you know I don't I don't think Oklahoma's really started to get credit for just the level of football that is here but there's definitely a bunch of dudes that, that can go yeah that brings up you know a lot of you mentioned just six or seven guys there I think in-state guys and you know I know Oklahoma sometimes it seems to have I don't want to say struggle getting in-state guys but there there has been some guys that have chosen to go elsewhere is did you grow up as an OU fan or what what did that preferred walk on scholarship uh, preferred walk on offer mean to you and I just didn't know your background as far as fan base and things like that I did actually both my parents went to OU I think my dad's been a seat and take a holder for about over 20 years. One of my, I actually went to the 2008 national championship. I was three. I hardly remember, but that's one of my earliest memories in life. And there's growing up, going to OU games and just being around that, seeing the atmospheres and the environments of, uh, and Norman, it would, it was really special to even get that opportunity to be able to suit up as a sooner. Just. Yeah. What, what would it mean to you as far as with Jacob, uh, Snyder going there as well, the, just y'all's relationship and just playing together for so long and just what would that mean as far as going there with him? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, it didn't really look like we were going to go play together. But having that opportunity, you know, just I think he moved to an eighth grade. We built a relationship then and just been really close ever since, you know, working out, running track together doing all that stuff and just being really mm-hmm. close and having an opportunity to play together really at the highest level would be really special. 
Yeah, with OU offering you this week as a PWO, who is the coach that you've been in the most contact with? I've uh, talked to Brandon Hall. I've uh, exchanged texts with Coach Venables a little bit, but I'm really planning on getting up there on a visit next after this dead period in the next few weeks. But Coach Hall has been my main point of contact from Oklahoma. Okay, yeah, so, Kale, you're looking at – I mean, we're almost December 25th here, so I know the next couple months is there uh, – kind of take us through your thought process and what the – you mentioned a visit coming up maybe in the next couple weeks, but kind of what your process is going to be as far as until you narrow down kind of your choices here and what you're going to do. Yeah, uh, I'm really just trying to take a few more visits. You know, everything got started a little late for me. I mean, comparatively to other people, I know everyone mm-hmm. has their own walk in the recruiting process, but just really taking it not slow because i got about a month left, but really just weighing my options and trying to squeeze in a few more visits before I make my decision on and sign February 1st. But definitely, definitely uh, taking it slow a little bit and just making sure I make the best decision for myself. Yeah, for sure. Hey, if you could, if you could give us one, um, let's just say one aspect of your game that you consider to be your biggest strength, what would that be? I think just my competitiveness. You know, I hate to lose, and mm-hmm. I'll do anything yeah. I I can to help my team win. You know, on the field and just preparing every week in practice and just whether that's on scout team or such teams or offense or defense, just making sure I put myself in the best position to help my team win, really. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's good, man. And I, I asked Jacob this question, so I'll, I'll ask you as well. Um, just seeing Gavin Freeman at OU this past year and be, seeing him have playing time immediately com- coming from uh, as a PWO, does that have any play at all for you as far as the OU PWO program? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I was at that game and thought that was really special. You know, just I went in the crowd and it was PBO. Just the the love he got from Oklahoma fans and obviously the coaches being able to put him in that position even though he's a PWO freshman. And just, yeah. you know, I just think the coaches are – once you step on campus, you're it's really anyone's game. And just whoever works the hardest and puts themselves in the best position to get on the field is – that's who they're going to put on the field. So it's definitely yeah. something that I'm looking at. I know you mentioned track and field, and I know you were, what, 100, 200 relay guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that something you're doing this spring as well? I am. I think okay. me and Jacob are going to run track this spring. Nice. I, I think coaches appreciate uh, athletes that are in multiple sports just because it keeps the competitive edge throughout mm-hmm. – throughout the season. So, I mean, I commend guys that are multi-sport athletes like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, our track has helped me so much in football, you know, just starting it really sophomore year and just seeing the growth in my speed and seeing that translate on the field has been really special. We got a really good track program over at Bixby and just being able to go out there and compete is really something I take pride in on the track or on the football field. Yeah. Well, Kel, thank you for joining us today. I think that's all we got for you. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on here for this interview. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me here. 
the rest of your recruitment process, it sure will be interesting for sure to see where you end up. Uh, for our sake, hopefully it's at Oklahoma, but I, I know one thing's for sure, wherever you go, they're getting a really good player. So Thank you. good luck. Appreciate it, Kale. Thank you guys for having me on. Have a, have a good Christmas, man. You see too. Ya. All right, that was Kill Fugate, just an outstanding football player, also outstanding in the classroom, and he's just going to be a great player wherever he ends up. Hopefully that's in the crimson and cream, but guys, just want to say thanks for listening always. Thanks for following us on the Sooner Surge Twitter as well as Instagram, and once again, guys, just have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.